producing Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Flowers, and this is Under the Influencer. Show where we sit down and have a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay. And on today's episode, by many requests, I'm very excited to say we have Brian Nardozzi of the St. Meat... The St. Meat... <laughs> 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 I've had one sip of this drink. The St. Pete Mood Board. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. St. Meat Mood Board might Saint play better. That, I, that's going to be like your foodie blog, I think. Or an OnlyFans. very happy to have you because as Sam said you were one of the most requested people that when we kind of put it out there to have on so we're very excited yeah and I think we should definitely start with just um kind of your connection to the community and why St. Pete and then we'll dive more into the the memes (laughs) okay for sure I'll give you a brief background born and raised in the area grew up out on the beaches left for college was away lived in New York City for Five or six years, and then moved back here in 2020. Wow. Oh so I, I, I went to, I, from here, and obviously, and lived in New York for like 16 years, moved there right out of high school, and just came back in 2022. Also, yeah. Or 2020, also. T-O-O-2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about your situation, but when I was there, I was in Park Slope, Brooklyn. It was not the place to be when shit hit the fan during COVID, Uh was that Deborah Burks was the doctor who was on TV every day? Oh, with the scarf. Yeah. He was like, scarf yeah. inside, and you're like, okay, this is like doomsday kind of situation, especially in the major metropolitan cities. So then I looked at Insta, and all my friends in St. Pete were like at the <laughs> beaches, like camping in the sun. on Fort DeSoto. I was like, that's definitely <laughs> the breathing place on to each be. other. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was it, going through that in New York was just such a different time i think than anybody could have experienced because you're so close together and that's where it started in america so everyone was just afraid like if i if i touch a lemon at the grocery store i'm i'm gonna die like that's it and Mm -hmm. it was so scary and it took a while for that to wear off and Mm -hmm. by 2020 it was like uh gotta get out of (laughs) here i remember like one of the first weekends you came down to visit i don't remember when it was but we were walking along central uh, we ate at Tropez, I think, and your husband, Hesu, like it was crowded on, on the sidewalks. He's like, nope, nope, I'm staying over here because you just weren't we were ready not, for what a walked, big dose of it it was. We walked by uh, the, what is that, the 200 block there yeah. where all the bars are, and we had just moved. So it wasn't like we weren't in the thick of the pandemic, but it was still like right after and it was everything was packed and we were just like not yet we're not there yet yeah. not yet but now we have settled very comfortably and <laughs> yeah so as have i i did not expect to stay that long i mean for me florida was sort of like more conducive to the lifestyle that i wanted to live in 2020 which was like socially distanced but also there were the beaches there's outdoors exactly I mean, the crowd that like wanted to kiss a stranger in a bar also went to florida <laughs> <laughs> but like it had something for everybody truly which i think is why it kind of blew up in that time period yeah, yeah that's exactly what we were looking for i mean we got this house and it's like we've got this big yard and a pool like we're not going anywhere like we don't need to see anybody ever again <laughs> like. so i'm curious where did you go to high school 
I went to Largo High. Largo High. Yeah, so a little North County, but we would come down to St. Pete. It was still very dead at the time. I'm not going to name the bar, but there was one bar in particular that would serve anybody with a pulse. And Mastery's? So we were, <laughs> you can name it. <laughs> we're not going to name we're the bar. We're not naming names. <laughs> but that was like our St. Pete experience. No. Yeah, that's like an you OG know? family too. Exactly. There's, well, Max mentioned. So I needed to know, once I actually looked at your name, are, are you of the Nardozzi swim family? I'm distantly related to the Nardozzi swim family. <laughs> the fact They're that you know what that is and I don't. I ever <laughs> will be, especially in St. Pete. Like people will walk up and be like, do you swim? I'm like, not as well as you probably think I do. Well, I was on the St. Pete high swim team and, and like that family ruled the swim team. Like the, so the mom what what she what would she be? What I don't remember her name now. Patty Mermaid, Patty. Master uh-huh. of Mermaid. No, I'm just kidding. It, are you related to her? Yeah, like a second Somehow. cousin. Oh wow! Did, yeah, so it's, it's a very, big family. It's yeah, it's extended, but they're cool. They're really awesome people. I've, yeah, I've she was like at, the uh, swim team mom. She sometimes. ran everything. So I saw that She's name cool. and I was like, Are you in the swim team? <laughs> yeah. Do you have fins? <laughs> she, she, they're all really good at swimming. Kudos to them. That's so interesting. Well. Coming full circle to, you know, St. Pete mood board, where did you get the idea to start a meme page? <laughs> I didn't really have the idea brewing for long. I used to post little concepts and creative ideas to my personal page. And then I started, once I'd been in St. Pete for a little while, you start to realize there's this like zeitgeist in St. Pete of like younger people moving here. A lot of people from out of town, which I realized there's like this huge influx of people moving in and there are these stereotypes that are being created both new and old. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you witness them and you can't help but kind of comment on them. And so one day I just threw up the St. Pete mood board handle and posted five or six memes to it. And I would go to like restaurants and find out who worked at the restaurants and just follow people in the service industry. And those were the people who really loved the stuff first. And then it kind of blew up. So if you look, there's a handful of people, like I think back of house at Bandit or something like that, who are like the first couple of people I ever followed who truly like, they like retweeted onto the right timeline. Then I got some traction. That's, I was going to say like, where was the point where like, did you have like one particular that just took off or did it just slowly build over time? There was one that was about, it was like Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker. And like, <gasps> I know um, the one. I don't even remember it now. But no, I it's like, it's like um, MGK and uh, Megan Fox and Travis and Courtney. And it says when people from the Benz hang out with people from Mandarin. Yes, I that's think. what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or when they date them. And, and I was like. That one. People love that one. I think that one got a ton of traction. And once you hit like a thousand followers and it's like, okay, you have a thousand people who like memes. Yeah, St. Pete. I don't really know what else they like. But. Yeah, because then they just start rapid fire yeah. sharing uh-huh. and it being yeah. in the restaurant industry. I know, yeah, like, yeah. I think that's how I found out about it because, like, so much of it is restaurant related. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's what's cool is everybody loves memes, but I think what catches our eye and, like, where I first found you, somebody reposted on their story is, like, you start, you start reading it and you're like, oh, that's about St. Pete. That's funny. I get that. It's so funny. I guess it's because it's the point now where... You know the city's growing when you 
somebody's making fun of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Well, I know, and you you collab sometimes with Tampa Entertainment, and they have a great um, meme situation for Tampa. So, yeah, it's it's cool to see your area pop off like that. Yeah, the community is strong. People start reaching out from all over the place. There's a Bradenton one. There's a St. Pete Affirmations one. There's a Tampa one. There's a lot the of people St. doing Pete meme stuff. Anus. Have you seen that one? I have seen the statue. <laughs> I've seen the page. Like, there's like probably like 50 St. Pete meme pages. So it it's it's honestly a little overwhelming at this point, but it's funny. There's always like, there's no shortage of content. So that's funny. <laughs> Do you get a lot of people that DM you ideas? Not as many ideas, to be honest. Really? I think, honestly, I'm not sure. There are like user generated content ones where you can send in stuff to St. Pete Affirmations. They'll retweet it out. But I have always kind of just kept it like original content. I think it, there's something to be said about having your own voice and seeing how that resonates. So I've kept it that way for now, but we'll see. It's always evolving. I'm not really sure what it is, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask you, like a goal for the page. Not necessarily. It, it was a like a fun thing for me starting out. And then people expected a lot from it. And you start to realize like, oh, I can't keep up. Like I would look around and I was talking to the I Love the Berg people the other day. I ran into them at a coffee shop. And I was telling them it was funny to realize early on they're posting, you know, like 10 pieces of content a day. And I was like, oh, OK, I'll just try and keep up with them. And I like <laughs> accidentally see their staff meeting one day at Station House and there's like six people on staff. It's like their full time thing. And I was like, oh, OK, so I'm not competing with them. I'm not, not going to compete with I Love the Berg. Yeah. They, they, I think it is. It's like six or seven. And like they'll tell you like. Yeah, we're only this many people doing all of this. Like uh -huh. they They're are machines. churning out. Like For it's sure. amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, you have to be fun yeah, <laughs> that right. many times a day. <laughs> like occasionally at least. <laughs> <laughs>
fresh cracked. <laughs> I want some ooze, some goo, some grease. But I can't stand when like, oh, you, it's a great bagel or something. But then there's a microwaved egg. That was one of the things I missed moving back from New York because I basically lived my adult life there. And it was one of those side effects that I just didn't even think about because everywhere you go up there, you're like, oh, just get a bagel and, you know, whatever. And then come down here and it's like, oh, get a bagel and a choke to death, like trying to get that thing down. <laughs> no, again, no hate to the local bagel shops. Yes. I love them. But uh, yeah, nobody does it right. And we've talked about this too. Like Sam, Sam and I have always kind of had this like little fantasy, like bagel shop. Like maybe we should just do a bagel shop. Like, oh, I thought about a bagel shop that was open on Fridays and Saturdays downtown, just doing like foiled breakfast sandwiches at like, from like well, see, now somebody's going to do I it. I know. We'll have to take it you out. You said it out loud. <laughs> there goes that idea. <laughs> I mean, you have to find a baker who's willing to wake up early enough to bake. And yeah. The 4 a.m.s, you're going to miss them. But I you think. need that yeah. big boiling pot. Like I walk into Utopia Bagels in Queens, which is, I think, my favorite bagel shop in New York. And there's the big pot and they're, they're dunking them. I didn't know nobody does it. Maybe that's why they say the water here is just not good enough for it. Or maybe the water isn't. I don't know. So did somebody come for you about this particular bagel <laughs> Oh, right. That's what we're yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah. First of all, there are like trolls everywhere you go. Yeah. If you're on social, somebody's going to come for you. But the bagel thing in particular, people were just like, you don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, or somebody's like, he's never been in New York and it shows. And it's like, oh <laughs> somebody God. went to New York for vacation for a weekend and <laughs> wants to tell me what a good bagel is. But it is totally... Up to the individual, yeah. and I understand that. Some people think that there's an amazing bagel around the corner from us right now, and I'm not that someone. What is, what is the other food you feel like we're lacking? Is there one that sticks out? Some people say pizza. Well, our late night options are pretty rough, too. It is it is limited. Yeah, you've got Top Slice, Joey Brooklyn's. The Taco know, Bell drive through Shout out Joey Brooklyn's. <laughs> yeah, Joey Brooklyn's. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like blacked out the only yeah. times I've seen it. They are doing the no, Lord's work there. You know, I really are. I can't imagine what they see on a daily uh, basis. Because it's right in the middle of all of the bars downtown. Yeah. Like, yeah. The busiest bars. My only get- problem is sometimes it is so hot because they're pumping them out so fast. I have burnt, scorched my mouth. That's part of the experience of Joey Brooklyn's. <laughs> You're mad that the food is served at a proper temperature. Proper. No. <laughs> like it's cooked. No. <laughs> I think, yeah, we need like a late night breakfast sandwich place. You've That's often what said Chinese places too. Well, I think what in general St. Pete needs is just more of like authentic cultural restaurants. Like... Everything seems to be a fusion of something. Like everywhere you go is like, oh, this is Asian fusion or this is a blend of this cuisine. I'm like, no, I just want a little Colombian spot where I can get a giant rack of pork and beans and rice. Like I don't need it to be frilly or fancy or fusion. Like that's what I miss in the city because everywhere you have every culture. You're spoiled up there. You have every culture's restaurant. And here it's a struggle to find them. Yeah. And, and it's just a little more like La Vie downtown. And I have a theory about why this happens, the fusion restaurants, mm-hmm. because they're casting the broadest net possible. Like some people don't even know yeah. what pho is or like, you know, vermicelli or whatever you might get at a Vietnamese place. So they're like, how can we relate this? It's like spaghetti. And people are like, oh, we'll try it. You know, or like, Noodles. if you want like wet, right. If you want like a real Vietnamese, I think there's some really good spots in Pinellas Park. You got to go. Some other East Asian spots there. Yeah, definitely Pinellas Park, Largo, Clearwater. Like there might be more in Tampa Bay. Maybe we just need to cross the bridge more. Again, we're so bad at we're, that. Uh, Possibly. <laughs> yeah, people, people honestly think I know 
like everything there is to know about St. Pete. Like I've had people come up and be like, you know, how about that Rowdy's game the other night? I was like, I didn't watch. And they were like, you didn't watch your St. Pete mood board. <laughs> you were Sorry, obligated to yeah, right, right. every sporting or event. Or like this oh. restaurant down on Gulf Boulevard in like Paso Grill. I'm like, yeah, I've never been. They're like, you've never been. <laughs> like, I got to get my money up. Sorry. Do you get people calling you out more than you would have expected? Um, there is like a pretty angry contingent of St. Petersburgers. Uh, I don't know if it's like more than I would have expected. I think that it's just like at all because before right. like I'm, you know, off the radar, like not mm. getting any hate at all. And then you like drop a bagel list for 10,000 people and people right. are like, go to hell. That is it. And you're like, I will go to hell. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not going to admit that's a good bagel. Have they, have they, has anything translated to like in-person people coming up to you no, no nothing negative a lot of positive stuff like people will come up and be like hey i recognize you because yeah. like, oh, i would yeah, have recognized like, you because i went and followed your personal page i started following your personal page when you went on your travels where did you go again? i went to vietnam right because hmm. you were like for the vietnam com content go here and i was like okay I want to go see it. <laughs> yeah, that was actually, I, I did a ton of travel content back in the day when like Snap was the app du jour. And I really love travel content. So the Vietnam travel content is crazy. That trip looked It was amazing. amazing. Really, really fun. When, when was this? This was two months ago. Oh, recently. Six weeks ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Something like that. And what all did you, what all did you do there? I just flew into Ho Chi Minh City, met up with a friend, and then we kind of toured, went to Angkor Wat in Cambodia, and then we went to northern Vietnam and did like a motorbiking trip for like six oh. or seven days, and then flew out of Hanoi. But I just like learning about new cultures and just individuals in general. That's what I'll say St. Pete Mord Mood Board is really cool for, is just boosting the signal of really interesting stuff. For instance, mm -hmm. I was on a walk down Central the other day, and I was with a friend, her dog is like sniffing this dude and we're like walking past and he's like, he probably smells the seafood. And of course, in my mind, I'm like, I have to know what this guy's talking about. <laughs> like, what seafood? Bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, he sets up the, he sets up the joke. Like, I'm like, all right, I'll bite. Totally. <laughs> so he's like, I got a seafood joint down on MLK in 22nd. I was like, dope. That's okay. awesome. We got to come by and visit. And he's like, yeah, come by tomorrow. I'll fix you up. And I was like, all right, see you tomorrow. And he's probably like, yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> and I honestly wasn't even sure I was going. But the next day, I was like kind of hungry for lunch. I go swing by. It's called What to Do Crabs. Shout out Marquis at What to Do Crabs. He lit up the minute I walked in the door. <laughs> he recognized me before I recognized him and was like, dude, I'm fixing you up. I got to give you all of the stuff. He gives me this seafood boil that is insane. Oh and it's like God. telling me about the restaurant, telling me how long it's been around. There's like a woman in there who's like breaking everything down for me. And I never would have gotten into that situation if I wouldn't have just asked this dude what he was talking about. Right. Yeah. One of the few times when somebody volunteers yeah. information and it turns out in a good way. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Exactly. There's nothing worse than like being stuck in the public's line and the cashier's like, oh, it's been a hard day. And I'm like, here we go. I'm a, what do I have, what do I have right. left to do today? Totally. I, Ton of ways like, that could have gone wrong. Uh, yeah. Going up at the crab shop. But... It went right. It what was, was it called again? It's called What to Do Crabs. What it's do? also yeah. called Lily's Seafood after his mom. It's called oh. Lily's Seafood or What to Do Crabs. It's on MLK in 21st or 22nd South. And so those are the sorts of things that I really love uh, bringing attention to because I love bringing attention to good people. And that's an example of people who are 
all around us who are like trying to do good things. He w- did not want me to pay when I left. Oh my god! Like Marquise, you're you're a real <laughs> one, dude. I don't know what to tell you. One of the other things you posted, which I thought was really interesting, was you were walking on um, Vinoy Park, kind of by the seawall, really early in the morning, and there was a lady doing a sound bath at sunrise. Yes, I actually need I've to shout never her out too. But. Seen that before, and I was like, "Oh my god, I can't imagine just walking up on a sound bath." <laughs> Please explain. No, St. Pete is actually very special. I've been a lot of places, and I truly think St. Pete is special. It's blowing up for a reason because we kind of have a hidden gem, gem here. I feel really bad for the individuals who are like, "Stop moving here," because you're fighting. You're fighting a You're tidal fighting wave. You're fighting a tidal wave. <laughs> yeah. You are literally storming hell with a water pistol. This place is really <laughs> cool, and people just didn't know about it, and now people are finding out about it. But I'll go to Vinoy Park and watch the sunrise some mornings, and I was there watching the sunrise, and this girl shows up with her, like, bowls. Have you heard of sound bathing? <gasps> oh. The, it's like, the, the, like the sound bowl. Mm-hmm. Like the, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, let's try. Kinda, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very like healing, honestly. I'm like sitting by myself, and some people start to filter in. There's a group of like four or five of them, and there's like dolphins playing in the distance, of the course. sun rising over the bay. And it was euphoric. It was yeah. like this moment, I need oh to bottle it. And so I took a quick video. There's like dolphins in the back, and she's sound bathing. And then I like hit her up afterwards and was like, yo, I want to like, you know, kind of bring some attention to what you're doing and she has a little like insta page or whatever so oh my god yeah yeah i love i there is a there's a tiktok live person that does those and every time i get like i stream onto it i i stop so i'm like it is mesmerizing but i've never seen it like in person or in a park (laughs) with dolphins in the background it was really beautiful the vinoy pays those dolphins to do that (laughs) right like i don't even believe they're real dolphins (laughs) (laughs) The birds aren't real. The dolphins aren't real. <laughs> no, we have an issue. <laughs> Except the muck floating by the bathroom. That's real. Real. That is real. Yes. I also want to ask about the the, the auction that you did because <laughs> that's something that like completely blew up. I think bigger than anybody knew what it was. And if you could tell that story, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So if you can't tell from the seafood story, I have a bit of a habit in life of walking through doors that open for me. <laughs> and so when there's a door that opens, I try to walk through it. I believe the universe has like a way of directing the flow of life and. So I posted a photo of my best friend who I was having coffee with making a joke that is like the old internet pop-ups that are like hot singles in your area. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> the old bait and switch. But I was like, hot singles in your area are getting coffee at Grove. And we were at Grove Surfing Coffee on St. Pete Beach. And, you know, there were probably like 20 feral girls in my DMs who were like, <laughs> who is he? Drop his app. I need him. 
And I'm like, jeez. I had no idea what I was doing. This is like my friend I grew up with. And then one girl's like, you know, this is like, Grove still has the plywood on their windows from Hurricane Ian. It was like fresh. This is like the week after Hurricane Ian. Fort Myers is hurting at this time. Yeah. And one follower was like, you should auction off a date with this guy. He's clearly creating some interest. And so I run it by Alec. He's sitting across from me. I was like, can I? Can I? <laughs> He's like, uh, I mean, both of us are like, how big of a deal is this going to be? Like $250 or something. And so he's like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So we did it. And then Grove's like, we'll match it. Grove is so cool. The owners there, Pete and Lindsay, they're amazing people. And so anytime I've ever done a fundraiser, they're like, we'll match it. Oh my God. Wow. Like, yeah, let's That's do so it. Cool. And then Shoreline Sugars jumps in. Baba on Central jumps in. They're amazing too. Like every like watching the community come together was so special. We raised like seventy five hundred dollars. Because um, I remember following it. Because most most of us during Hurricane Ian were kind of just stuck at home or barely working, and, and just following that story, like and seeing all the businesses kind of l l latch on and say, "Oh, oh we'll, I'm we'll, in. I'm here's in. <laughs> dinner for this, and yeah. here's this. Uh, we'll supply this." And I thought that was. Just one of those little bright moments and mm -hmm. something. That's, Especially after know. that. That was such a time. It was so rough. I mean, we were so lucky here, but I think we all had this feeling looking down south of just thinking like, oh my gosh, like that could have been us. We have to help them because we'd need the help too. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a creative outlet. It was a fundraising effort and outlet for a lot of people. So many people just like, I'm, I'm going to donate. I'm not interested in the date. I just want to donate and apply it to the total was really inspiring to see. And then you realize these are, these are the people the community is made up of and mm -hmm. they're all around us. Yeah. It, it, St. Pete at the end of the day, I think is so pro St. Pete uh -huh. in a general way. And that's, what's so special about it. Did he actually go on a date? <laughs> he did. He went I don't know that date. I ever actually heard the end who of the story. The, I mean, who was the girl? Was she Her cute? name is Julie. She was really cool. She's <laughs> super cool. Actually, she had just moved from New York as well. Not to like oh create God. a trend of people moving from New York. But she had just moved from New York as well. And honestly, just wanted to help the cause. Like, she was down for the cause. Um, she worked in entertainment and thought Alec was cool. Baba blew it up for them they like did like a prefix menu and the oh chef my, came out walking through the did. whole thing no i'm married but i want to win a date yeah, go to yeah. people Springer. are like can i do it i'm like dude girl guy i don't care alec will go on a date with you that is so funny that's amazing and baba's just oh, i'm so glad good. they're so good and they have one of the best industry if you're in the restaurant industry fyi like they have one of the best industry nights it's on sunday night and it's half off everything well it's half off all food it used to be everything, but then the drinks were, I think people were abusing that maybe. <laughs> but Especially industry people. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm like, That's okay, like their Friday. <laughs> I'll have my seventh martini now. Thank you. <laughs> drinks do you want to tell us about your drink that you made today? oh yeah i forgot to i forgot i just handed you these and i didn't really I know, say and I what it was to guzzle like, half of it i so. hope, <laughs> hope you like it i i i just made like an agua fresca essentially so i took cucumbers and mint and blended them with water so you get this kind of infused water um and i just topped mm. it with a little uh ginger ale and a little elderflower tonic um 
in my case, there's a little tequila in it. It makes a little cocktail. Mm. It's a, an agua fresca is a nice like either you can drink it on its own all day long, or you could add something to it. You can you know build something on it. I build a cocktail. And when you blend all the ingredients, you can save all the scraps and then you can make like a salsa out of the scraps. Stop it. You could you upcycling. I'm using saying. every part of the You know how I am. <laughs> you know how I am. So I have I have nicely chopped cucumbers and mint now in my fridge and I'm gonna add some tomatoes and red onion to it. I'll have a salsa, you know. Yes, you know, this would be great with a sound bath on vanilla. Uh, seriously, see all that sunrise. It's it's a drinkable sound bath is yes. what it is. No, I wasn't going to be the one to tell you what I wanted. You're the bartender here. I trust your judgment. I've seen what you do for others. Uh, so does your family still live around here? Yes, family still. Well, partially. I, I'm one of three boys so i have an older brother he and his family live in pennsylvania on a horse farm so that's fun and then my younger brother and his wife and their two kids live down here and then my my parents still live north county too you know now i'm flashing back to you on a horse on instagram (laughs) and that's making sense (laughs) yeah we didn't even get into my horse girl phase wait a minute (laughs) yeah there's a lot you guys haven't uncovered yet I need to know about the horse farm. I just need to know about the horse farm. <laughs> well, it's not even, they live on a horse farm, but I've, horses have long been a hobby of mine. I love riding horses. I've For some reason or another, I've never on a horse. Uh, we have to get you on a horse. I would love that because I watched have Yellowstone and I was like, I want to gallop. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll have, I have like a, like I lease a horse, which is very common in the equestrian industry where like you'll like pay a portion of a horse and then like you'll ride like once a week or something like that. It's like a timeshare horse. Exactly. I timeshare a horse. (laughs) I have a timeshare. See, people don't even think of Pinellas County and horse riding. I feel like I, so I posted a a couple of things about my horse content on Newboard and people are like, where are you? And I was like, Walsingham Park. Like I'm 20 minutes from downtown. It's crazy. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Is that Pinellas Park? There's Pinellas Park as well. There's a couple of places. Again, if we can put it in show notes, there's a place called Ruxton's Ranch Rides that does like guided tours in Pinellas Park. I remember that from Pinellas Park. Yeah. 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 And then growing up, you would see a horse sign and you'd be like, that's a joke. Yeah. That's that's, (laughs) not real it is oh real my God. <laughs> yeah so it's real and and the equestrian people are super you would love them they're super i'm un, sure i would polished and just like <laughs> total oh thanks like no no but they're like approachable. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. No. not like and see and that would, i'm totally that a horse person <laughs> <laughs> this that is my new identity <laughs> Thank you for interpreting that so generously. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm all about it. Yes, but I would be intimidated because I think of, you know, the girls in the white pants and the tall boots and they're bloop, 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 like popping along. So there's a distinction. That is English style horseback riding. And then there's Western style horseback riding. And Western is like, come as you are, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, throw a leg over the horse bareback and ride off into the sunset. And English is like, Ever so proper. We have to, you know, like yeah. I know I immediately went to the horses dance around <laughs> that sort of thing. And they do the little funny uh-huh. funny hoops. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I immediately went to my fair lady. I was like, what hats do I have? What would work <laughs> yes. for this? Yes. Like Yeah. Well, I am interested in that. I really am. Because I've just like I said, you watch one episode of Yellowstone and you're like, oh, I am that. I want to live in the old cigarette commercials too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Minus the lung cancer. It Minus sounds dreamy. The, yeah, it sounds amazing. So was that something you found when you came 
to New York this time or did you do that as a like growing up? I went to a summer camp growing up and I remembered I would go for like a week each summer and there were horses available for ride. I just found myself at the barn every free moment I had and every time they were doing a horseback ride I would go ride. So I got pretty comfortable with horses and then when I was traveling I traveled a lot in my 20s and every single place horseback riding is like a thing you can do so I would go horseback riding while I was traveling and then when I was in grad school in Virginia there was a barn nearby and I like really really learned how to ride well and like tack a horse and things like that and then the way that I got into it down here in Florida was like as random as some of my other stories, like I messaged some random woman on Facebook who had a horse so in her profile photo. you have photo. a horse. Yeah. I was like, you got a horse? Where are you at? Where them like, horses at? No. She honestly was like, I'll send you some info. And then she like 15 minutes later texted me and was like, well, actually I'm about to go to the barn if you want to meet me there. And I was like, yeah, I'll meet a stranger at some barn in Pinellas Park. Like, I let's do it. Love that so much. That Next so thing good. I know, I was leasing a horse from that woman. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Do you still? Actually, yeah, I do. Yeah. Every Saturday. I've been traveling a lot, so I haven't been in town. But every Saturday, like this past Saturday, I went out and uh, I go ride Reno, my horse. Reno. Yeah. Oh, wow. Reno. That's so cute. So this is the other half of the Nardozzi family is a horse riding. <laughs> what polar opposite? <laughs> But you also do try at you because okay, I know it was not a good spot for you, but you had a bad injury, right? Yes. Okay. You got hit by let's a dig car? up your trauma now. No, let's get no. into it. Well, this I, is therapy. You guys are gonna bill me by the hour by the time we're done here. Well, so when I was on Hot One One Point Five, Scotty is training for an Ironman, and it and I was simultaneously like getting to know you through social media and saw that you had had a bad experience. Cause he's like just getting into it. And I'm like, I don't want to tell them this one part. <laughs> don't, of- tell him, <laughs> don't tell him. <laughs> Iron Man is a feat. I saw he was doing that. Kudos to him. You, yeah. you attempted an Iron Man. I attempted a half Iron Man. Well, I was like in the final weeks of training for a half Iron Man last summer. It was like August uh-huh. and I was on a road trip up through east coast to where the half iron man was in new hampshire and i stopped at my brother's place horse farm people yes you know them horse farm people (laughs) and i stopped there because i wanted to train with some like elevation some hills and stuff day two of training in the hills i got hit by a car on my run so (gasps) i was down i was out fractured vertebrae i couldn't move for like 30 days oh Oh, my god it was terrible but it i mean Obviously, don't go get hit by a car, but (laughs) when bad things happen, they inevitably have like a reason for why they happen. And so finding that perspective is is big. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So (laughs) it was I just think like, did you miss that part of the prep? (laughs) I did miss that part of the prep. Well, only because I'm like, it's hard enough to train for fucking Iron Man. I know. And then you get hit by a car. It was nine months of training and the race was oh two my weeks God. away. Oh, so I was like literally God. on like the come the oh. come down from like <laughs> ramping up to the race and I was like, uh, okay, my runs are getting shorter, my bikes are getting shorter. I'm it's thankful that you are okay now and I that you too. have made it through to yes. tell that story because like I just can't imagine going through all of that and then that's what happens. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's crazy because it connect it all connects in a in a little bit of a way. But um, 
People are like Central Ave is like a super unsafe road. I don't know if y'all are super, like very uh, aware of that, yeah. but uh, anybody my, who's driven down. Max had his first car accident. <laughs> my first and only <laughs> car accident was on Central Avenue. It's a war zone out there, honestly, and it just it was a good reminder for me to like pay attention when you're behind the wheel. You are you have so much responsibility behind the wheel of a car. Um, this woman, I don't know what what was going on, but she was clearly a little distracted. I don't hold anything against her. We've all been distracted behind mm-hmm. the wheel of a car. It was just. Something bad. We get too comfortable. When, when she was there. Yeah. So, um, yeah. There's like, uh, like it brought awareness to me of like, you know, what I'm doing behind the wheel of a car. Where there are gaps in St. Pete for like safety when it comes to like car pedestrian stuff. There's a there's an organization called Car Free St. Pete that's I doing really s- awesome yes, stuff. I am I here, for that. here for that. I am. I, I mean, I don't understand why it's not gaining more support it's gaining a ton of support but realistically there's no reason for cars on central Mm-mm. it's like a trap to drive down central and do anything other than focus directly in front of you yeah. I, I don't understand like first and first north and south are there for a reason to just bypass central why on earth do you need to drive down central mm-hmm. for anything at all other than to get in a car accident because that's like you're just asking for a rear end well and then they added scooters and rented uh, bikes, which just complicated everything. And and and, and pub trolleys, <laughs> or pedal pedal pubs. Pedal pubs. There's a special <laughs> place for pedal pubs in my special, heart. Uh, special, yeah, somewhere special. <laughs> they those <laughs> things. Yeah, and then you know there'll be a building on in, under construction, so they block off the sidewalk, and then you've got all these people just going all which ways. It is a hazard, and I think the city, I remember when they closed it during COVID, they were closing a bunch of the streets, and people were like, keep it. Why? Yeah. Why open it back people up? Love it. I'm all about a pedestrian-friendly city. Mm-hmm. All about it. There's- and no strodes. I like that word now. I learned what a strode is. What's where a it's strode? Like not a highway. It's not a street or a road. It's a strode. Oh, it's 4th Street South. Like 4th Street honestly. and like, like 34th Street, 19 is like a stroke, like just big expansive roads with yeah. like long parking lots. Like you can't walk mm. those, like you cannot walk on those. And there's like this movement to get rid of those like little by little. I'm like, we'll start now. Start with 34th Street. Start with 34th Street. <laughs> start with 34th Okay, okay. Okay. So this will be just like a shout out of a fun place you've been recently. Okay, well, I was going to do want to do crabs, but now we already kind of blew up their spot. Oh, hold on, I, I got another one. Okay. Okay, okay. 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 I'm going to do something. Um, okay, I got it. I was going to do something not conventional just because I was just at the airport. I was going to do the airport and how great it is. But I won't do that. <laughs> All right. So I have another one. <laughs> I have thoughts okay. on that, Sam. Okay, let's do it. Let's do if it. If you're going to shout out a place that charges you $6 for a bottle of water, I think you might have Stockholm Syndrome. That's lukewarm, not cold. Okay, well, I'll start. I was going to shout out the airport because I just recently traveled. I went to Austin. By the way, this is where we shout out local businesses that we love, but... Phoebe the flamingo lives there. Shout out Phoebe. <laughs> Shout out to Phoebe. Love icon She's inspiration. Local. Respect your elders. Well, I was really just I we always see articles about how it's the best airport. And it, you know, it really is. 
It really is. I walked through the Austin airport and it's chaos. It is stressful. Everything's close together. It's loud. I don't know what it is about Tampa. I feel like it's just quieter. It is quiet. What is that? I will say that. And Something's up with their their security lines these days, though, or not not the move. They've well, clo- I don't. I got off a plane at eleven o'clock on Sunday night, and I saw Phoebe, and I was just like, oh, "This really is it. This slaps." This because slaps. so Sam's <laughs> it's peaceful. For Sam sure. is saying this is a recommended local business because it has a giant flamingo in it. It's basically, I think, I the her. message we're getting. I right bought now. it. Should I do another one? Well, I love the... <laughs> because I had another one. I, I do love in the Delta Terminal. <laughs> well, I mean, since we're on we it now. Started. Now we're on it. I do love that there's a Columbia restaurant yes. within the terminal side of the airport. Because you can sit and you can have a mojito and a really good Cuban sandwich. And, and that it 1905 makes, salad. It makes the entire yes. airport smell like melted butter. And I'm I'm down for that. I'm down for that. It could use a little more options, I would say. But what? I think it's so oh, also, options. also, <laughs> wait a minute. No, I'm mad now because the Starbucks in the Delta terminal, I can't speak for other terminals, but in the Delta terminal, almost missed a flight <laughs> because Jesus was like, my husband was like, I'll go get the coffees. You go get the snacks. So I went and I got the snacks. No problem. I don't even see him because he's in a line that wraps around the kiosk of Starbucks and then loops back and forth behind it. And he's still on. And I'm like, they're calling our zone. They're calling our zone. We need to go. He's like, well, wait a little more. Wait a little more. I'm like, no, we'll drink the coffee on the plane. He's like, no, it's not Starbucks. I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) And I was like, because if we don't get on, then we're going to have to check the bags because we can't put them on the overhead because they don't leave enough space. And it was a whole... (laughs) So what what is another airport you've been to that you think is better? I'm not. I'm, I'm suggesting improvements okay. to an already great right. place. Well, I just wanted to highlight <laughs> that coming home to Tampa Bay is is lovely. You know, it would be After really you've cool. Been in chaotic other airports. It wouldn't be nice to see like one of the local <laughs> coffee shops, like Kawa, set up. Like a, or I was thinking more like a bandit situation. Yes. Like if, Kawa is the Starbucks of St. Pete. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, like it is. It yeah. Is. <laughs> But like set up like a funky, cool local coffee shop within within the airport. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. I yeah. feel like the Trop has done a good job of that, like getting local yes. vendors in this this they, year especially. They have the um the beans and barler. Beans and barler. Mm-hmm. I was beans, like, beans and barler. barler. That is a huge come up. Yes. And they got the park and rec like mini park kind and of rec. game area. All the hunger thing. group kind of runs the city, so that they wasn't do, as shocking. Like kind of terrifyingly. Yeah, <laughs> we had a we had a a DM to get a uh, Stephen. I can never say his last name. A from hunger and thirst. Shroot on. Get him. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Stay tuned. <laughs> I don't know. Seems like a nice guy. I've like he I, seems... I've poked some fun at, at yeah. um, hunger and thirst group stuff, and he's always had a sense of humor about it. So oh, that's I, I good. Will always appreciate that. He seems to because like within the industry, they're very much like present. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, as yeah. much as and like as much as you want to hate on in fact I'll even I'll even call him out for mine because I actually realized as we were talking I didn't plan ahead. Um <laughs> well like as much as people want to hate on it, like he does have some cool spots. And, I haven't oh, been yeah, to yeah. like the yeah. newest ones. I haven't been to Lost and Found so or that's the where, um Good Fortune. I haven't been to that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I just recently went to Lost and Found because a friend of mine um who um, hopefully is actually going to be on the show soon uh, was DJing there. She's a vinyl DJ 
And for Record Store Day, which was just recently, um, I did like a little hop around all the local record stores. So we went to Banana Records, uh, which had live music, and that was a vibe. Uh, Jenny, who's uh, one of the owners of my restaurant, uh, runs the Naw Dogs uh, vegan hot dog pop-ups. She had a stand outside Banana, so it was like a whole party for Record Store Day. So I got to go in, thumb through the records, got a few things. They were giving out beer and all kinds of, like, it was a good time. And then we went and, like, went to Planet Retro where absolutely nothing was going on. And that's very on brand for them. They're like, get out of our store. (laughs) (laughs) That's their vibe. That is their vibe. And that's why I love it. (laughs) But it's like, you come from everywhere. Like, oh, it's record store day. Like, oh, let's go see what they're doing. Nothing. Dead silent except for one guy in the corner who's like, is this an original pressing or is this a re... I'm like, that's so on brand. But our final stop was Lost and Found, where they were doing a pop-up of um, Elsewhere Records. They're like a little pop-up. They don't have a store, but they just kind of go to different places and sell records and, and under tents and things. And they did a little raffle. They had T-shirts. Yeah. I got myself a Spice Girls T-shirt and a Giorgio Marauder record, and I was feeling myself. And it's such a it's a cool vibe in there. It's it's very much like plop down on a couch and it have a drink cool. and yeah. like no frills. So I, I was impressed because you know, I was like, oh, do I really want to go there? Okay, I guess. No, it's very cool. I'm wondering if the couches at Lost and Found are going to have the same energy as the ball pit at 688K Park had at some point. If that's going to become that sort of a situation, but we don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell. <laughs> I feel don't. like there's a meme there. Yeah, I mean, I've been working through that one, actually. Um, no, I've been going there a lot. People, uh, Lost and Found in particular, I always, I, like I said, I don't go to a ton of bars just to like go drink so a lot of the time wherever my yeah. friends are at they'll be like come through and then i'll go there and lost and found i went like four times in one week and I was like, this place mm-hmm. is popular right now <laughs> well i like that of of a lot of not just his places but a lot of bars in general like it's it's actually truly not trying to do anything too groundbreaking or different or pretentious like it's a it's pretty chill like that, yeah. that's what i look for yeah, in a bar if i'm going somewhere i just want to kind of sit and enjoy myself and get comfortable and not be in a scene mm-hmm. and i just found it to be very chill and like approachable definitely where you been what do you what, do you, what kind of i've been spots? i'm i've been at 11 chicks i <gasps> tend to live at 11 chicks when i'm in town it's arepas it's on mlk it is oh, they're about to expand there. but they have the parrots yes, on the building every time we yeah. want to go it's the wrong time of day the, or the wrong well, day that's <laughs> honestly how i knew it was good because you can only have their type of hours if you know you have the good yeah where you're like we're open from like 2 30 to 4 30 monday wednesday friday <laughs> like, this is not convenient what? at all but when they are open you're like i'm going to that yes. right now they have the super authentic Venezuelan arepas, like amazing, amazing food. And they have, speaking of fusion stuff, they've got some like bao bun type arepas. Oh. They've got Jamaican oh. jerk chicken arepas. They've got all kinds of interesting stuff. I feel like when I went, I had an arepa stuffed with almost like a chicken salad. 
but it was really good. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. They've done a lot of cool stuff, and mm-hmm. I've never had an arepa there that I didn't think was excellent. I that is one thing because uh, as, as I was saying before, it's like it's hard to find any kind of authentically made, especially like my husband's from Guatemala, so we're always looking for like Central and South American food uh, that's just kind of authentic and not fancy, and it, it can be hard to find. And that's one place I've been trying to go at every time, including yeah. on Sunday on Record Store Day. It was closed. <laughs> you just <laughs> like, need to put it in the calendar, <laughs> pick the time, and I just need, mark it. <laughs> I need to. I need to pick. Uh, yeah, I need to actually yeah. research this. It's just one of those places that I always forget about, and then I drive by and see the you know the pretty flat the birds oh, on the I'm like. Oh, we need to go to that place, but not today. Not <laughs> no, rarely open, and they're expanding soon. So my hope is they're going to expand their hours. And their square footage. Okay. We'll see. Are, there, are they taking over the whole building? I or? think that that's the whisper. I don't even know if that's public yet, but that's the oh. whisper. The whisper. The whisper. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so should we do our sibling rivalry of local landmarks? <laughs> do you have one in mind that oh, stands out that you enjoy? 1,000%. <laughs> and some people might say this isn't a landmark, but I'm calling it a landmark. It is at 15th Street South, and, or 15th Ave South and 3rd Street. It's Thrill Hill. Oh, yes. It is wow. everybody's favorite launching point. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a special relationship with Thrill Hill because I grew up with our our dad would take us to raise games and, you know, we would get there a little early, go eat at Chataway or Coney Island, mm-hmm. and then we would pop down to Third Street and, like, just... <laughs> take flight eat honestly he had this honda civic and he just was careless with it and we would we would have a lot of fun and then when i moved back here i ended up buying a house and i still didn't know south st pete that well but i like bought the house and moved in and then come to find out it was like around the corner from where i lived and i was like oh this is so perfect so now <laughs> i make a point to drive over it like once or so a week there's well, even those bumper stickers that say i survived thrill hill because that it's that's one of those things that's been around forever and if you grew up here you know there wasn't a lot to do in saint pete and you found your fun in the little things and this is a it's a I, what do you call that? It's a not hump? a bridge. It's a it's hump, a hump that goes over the creek, I did some, right? I did some research on it recently, and it was like, there used to be a rail line that ran south out of downtown on that road, and it would go over the bridge because the bridge was like obviously creating a way to get across the creek. And oh. so it's like, then they paved over it. Now it's a road. But that's why it's so, because it was never intended for cars. Like, you're telling me a train go went over that a thing? Very slow, sort of. <laughs> slower, think slower. Like a, a, like a, like a locomotive type. Like oh, okay, slow okay. Chugging, a horse and carriage, like horse and carriage energy. Honestly. Okay, got, got. I'm with Don't you. Don't think back. Japanese bullet train. I was like, <laughs> we would never see it. Again. I'm like, I go over 25 on that thing, yeah. and I am airborne. No, no, it was a very slow. I think it was like a passenger train, maybe to get people like north and south and. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, I hope it lives forever. I I hope so. I mean, yeah. what what would they do? 
I, I guess know. I could pay for it again. But they could. Maybe oh, somebody... The people, what, the people would riot <laughs> if they tried to take Thrill Hill from I us. think yeah, that's going to be one of those things that just has to yeah. stay. Somebody one day will be like, let's put a bar right next to it and watch. Like Somebody will just develop around it. Hey, that's not a bad idea. I should stop saying You need to stop ideas. saying ideas out loud. No. <laughs> Free ideas. Yeah. Well, my my landmark is a newer one. She brought out her phone. She I had like, to look up the name. Okay. <laughs> because I saw this headline of like this uh, maybe a couple months ago and I was like, what are they doing? And it was Gulfport unveils 14 foot gecko statue, G. Gordon McFly. Shout out G. Gordon McFly. <laughs> G. Gordon McFly. I don't know if Gulfport is known for geckos, but yes. I just think it's- Where have you been? The cutest, are they? They have the gecko ball every year. The gecko ball? They queen- Tell her, me. Tell her. I, I'm just saying, our Gulfport family right now, if is they're listening- the actually, I've ever seen I'm, him. I'm, <laughs> I apologize to our Gulfport and listeners. And I actually lived there for a temporary period. But exactly. I don't remember this part. You don't remember the gecko ball, the gecko festival, the gecko- Oh, the gecko festival sounds familiar. This is insane. Sam. <laughs> I'm such a terrible local. You thought they just randomly built a giant. Yeah, G. Gordon McFly. And who's G. Gordon? It's disrespectful <laughs> to the gecko community. <laughs> did well, they have. Do you. Did they do like a naming, like the, how they did with the flamingo in the airport? Did they have like a naming contest for the gecko? From what I understand, the artist named it. Oh. And the G in G. Gordon McFly stands for golf board? Gecko. Golfport Gordon. No. Gecko. Both of us are like, I hope uh, you know. Like, I hope we say the same thing. No, I, one of the two for sure. Absolutely. Gulfport Gecko. Well, I appreciate him. Uh, I mean, I grew up and I had pet frogs, so I just have a thing for amphibians and I, I loved that. And I should probably educate <laughs> myself on the gecko ball and the gecko festival. Did, did, did this just come up on your like gecko amphibian related algorithm feed? Is that why? <laughs> <laughs> came up actually i think it was i love the berg who posted it the first time and i thought love that i love that i need a photo with him at some point <laughs> so stay tuned <laughs> he's cool the detail that the artist put in is insane yes, he just, to have a skateboard is something to have headphones <laughs> is something <laughs> To have a skateboard and headphones and just look like you really don't give you are having you the edit that out best yeah, time. No, no, and feel free. Uh, that's yeah, that's a good one. G Gordon McFly. G Gordon, G Gordon McFly. Yes, that needs to be like a Pixar movie. <laughs> he should. I feel like I understand the character. He's done enough character building. Exactly. His appearance. So you're like, mm -hmm. he's cool. He's chill. He has a backstory. I want to be friends with him. Like he had some sort of childhood trauma, but like but he's like grown he's through it. Like he makes everyone feel included. <laughs> he's like, like the DJ who's like, come by my set. I'm going out at 2 a.m. <laughs> Yeah. At the casino. Yes, but he like brings the tree frog who's like not as cool and like makes him cool. You know. He wants to see everybody win. Yeah. So, have you come up with something? I could see you searching. I did, and then I was like, Ugh. no pressure. I I would like to give a shout out um to the Sandman Motel on Thirty Fourth Street <laughs> because they are one of you know one of the few remaining <laughs> like iconic old Florida motels. Mm. Yes, and you know it's there. There's signs. They have these like gorgeous 
neon signs and they're they're well known throughout st pete and tampa like our old motels our roadside attractions like you think of like sunken gardens which is like an original roadside attraction yes. like you know so it was all about these like gorgeous signs and like there's the banyan tree motel banyan one I love. well the other day i almost crashed my car because <laughs> i was <laughs> Driving past the uh, Sandman Hotel, and it's a. If I could paint a picture, it's kind of like a you know a wavy rectangle sign with um like a a weird Sandman looking guy in pajamas, the long hat, and in 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 very like fifties font like Sandman, and then there's these little stars all around it that look like. You know, one day it was very colorful and pretty. Well, one day I was driving home and it was night and all the stars were flashing, like (gasps) as bright as they could. And I'm like, I've never witnessed this before. Like, is this a special occasion? Is this your anniversary? Are they testing the lights? It's I've never seen this thing lit up and all the lights were flickering. And then the Sandman was flashing on all the colors. I was like, is this it? Is this the rapture? Like, like it came to life. It was the most pretty thing I've ever and seen. And then he hit someone training for an Ironman. And no, then, <laughs> oh God. Money scene is here. <laughs> um, but I was just like, wow. Like I, I so hope. are they updating the lights? Is well, that's that what, what I thinking? want. I wish that I'm looking into this now. This was a very recent thing that happened. But I was just like, yay to see this old landmark thing. There is one called the landmark too. The yeah. Landmark. I mean, that would be cool if somebody took the time to go around and update all of those signs and then kind of made them almost like art pieces that could live forever. I just have that like Schitt's Creek dream of seeing all these old motels like revamped into like mm-hmm. different things and new like like turn the banyan into a a beer garden and you know turn to have them all live a new life again saying ideas out loud now somebody's gonna go do that but somebody somewhere some capitalist i just don't want to see exactly i know some i mean i would appreciate that more than some of the stuff that i see going up downtown it's like Mm. do it with a little bit of taste and i'll get on board do it with taste and just stop refinishing down florida motel yeah you keep something people love people will definitely go well even what did they just knock down on four street wilson's like why? Oh, really? oh. Yeah. why did we have to do that? That's why I'm happy to see that old bank building on Central, um, the old Union Trust, where they knocked over every other part of the building, but they left like the yes. old bank structure. I saw that, and it's been vacant for a long time. There's now going to be like a big fancy steakhouse going in there, and they're oh. going to like keep as much of the original building as possible, which I was very excited to hear. Because there's just not enough of that. The mm. no. adaptive reuse of old buildings. That was good to give the Sandman their flowers. We have to give these places <laughs> yeah. their flowers while they're still around. It we was wanted just, to give Wilson his yeah. flowers. We were like, I need Man. to give the Sandman. And I'm, yeah, I live around the corner from the Sandman. And I just you know drive past every day and don't think much about it other than like, oh, that's a cool sign. And then it all of a sudden it was just up and going and bright and shiny. And I was like, I, I love this. I love this. <laughs> like we've done it again gone over time no i'm just kidding oh (laughs) but thank you so much for coming in this was so fun and it was so great to meet the man behind all of the horse girl content (laughs) saint pete memes everything like we we appreciate what you do yeah thank you so much thank you for having me i i appreciate it it's fun to chat absolutely (laughs) well this has been awesome And uh, we'll see you next week. Next week.